Hey, welcome to the stories I wish you heard. If this is your first time listening to this show, I do an episode a week. The A episode features a story from my blog, City Songs. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, pause this one first and come back after. You're listening to the B episode where I walk you through some of the behind the scenes stuff for the story. We also have some special guests in the form of storytellers who will share some of the stories they wish were heard and they'll help us unpack some of the themes discussed. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can show your support by clicking follow on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. You'll get notified whenever a new post is up. iOS users, please rate the show and leave a review on the Apple Podcasts app to let me know how I'm doing. And with that out of the way, let's get unpacking. I wrote Chances in August 2010, and isn't it strange how you could read about a love you experienced when you were younger and feel like it's a completely different person? I remember who this was about. I remember writing the story, but I don't recognize myself anymore, and it's a very strange feeling. In the story, I mention a park bench that I said I borrowed from a movie, and this was around the time that I was really obsessed with 500 Days of Summer. And so when I was imagining how I would confess my feelings to the guy that I was seeing at that time, I wanted it to be as picturesque as that scene. And in the story, I wrote that he had fallen asleep, probably because even though I knew he liked each other, we hadn't really said it out loud at that point, and I didn't want to jinx it. The actual confession did take place on a park bench, so let me tell you that story. Um, one night, we were walking around Bahati, and we chanced upon this park. And it was super late at night, so there was no one around, but it was still open. And I had planned my confession down to a T. So I brought him a gift, and it was a helicopter eraser that I got from Tokyo. And I told him that my last relationship left me pretty bruised up, and that I said to myself, I no longer wanted to fall in love. Instead, I wanted to fly. (laughs) It gets worse. Uh, I said, if he was game, then I wanted him to be my (laughs) co-pilot. He smiled and he said yes. So I told him then that we were bound to make many mistakes, as all lovers do. And I prayed that we would have the patience to see our errors and take this helicopter and erase them. So it was super cheesy, and I cringe at the thought now, but in a weird way, there's still some kilig when I retell the story. It's amazing how bravely we love when we're young. It's been years, and that eraser's probably collecting dust in some box somewhere, but I can still remember that night that I confessed my feelings. After the break, we'll listen to this week's storytellers who'll tell us about their memorable confessions. We'll be right back with the stories I wish you heard. Hey there! You are tuned in to your weekly dose of all things game, The Kim Bob Show, hosted by your Tita Gang, Z, Mechi, and Ayla. Welcome back to the stories I wish you heard. You just heard the ad for The Kim Bob Show, your one stop weekly Filipino podcast that talks about all things K, whether that's K pop, K-drama, and anything in between. In their latest episode, number 19, Tita Gang Receives Makeup Ayuda, the Kimbop girls try and review products from Ready Set Glow's Pretty Savage Collection. 
I'll leave a link to the episode in the show notes. And earlier this week, I posted this question. Tell me about a love confession you have never forgotten. This week, we have a total of six entries, and let's see what our storytellers had to say. Our first entry is from our resident storyteller, McCoy, who we last heard in 17B. Let's listen to what he had to say. I was drawn to you the moment I first saw you, but I know you only saw me as a friend and I was perfectly happy being that to you. I looked forward to your daily phone calls. I relished our hours-long conversations. After a year of this connection, I couldn't help but fall in love with you. And the first person I I had to admit this to was myself, maybe because I couldn't believe that I allowed myself to feel this way. Now the question is, was I courageous for putting our friendship before my feelings? Or was I a coward for not letting you know how I really felt? I don't really know the answer. And now that you're no longer in my life, I regret that I never told you how you made me feel. And for that, I'm really sorry. So this was more of a non-confession. McCoy never really got to let this boy know how he felt. And it started with immediate attraction, but even after hours on the phone every day, they still wanted to stay friends. The first person he had to confess to was himself. And I don't blame him. I think it's easy to fall in love when you talk that frequently. But McCoy poses an interesting question. He asks, was he courageous for putting their friendship first? Or was he a coward for not letting him know how he felt? In the spirit of taking chances, I say if you ever find yourself in similar waters, you may as well dive in. It looks like they're not friends anymore, so if you're bound to lose him anyway, you may as well take that chance to confess your love and see where that goes. So thank you, McCoy, for sending in your entry. You mentioned you regret not telling him, and I hope you telling the story now brings you some comfort that this love you felt is no longer a secret that you have to keep to yourself. Our next storyteller is Ioni, who we last heard in 18B. She sent this entry as text, which I'll read for you. Let's listen to what Ioni had to say. Hi, city boy. This is Ioni. This happened back in college. I remember when you told me you love me and how you reacted when I said yes. You asked me out on a date, and we had dinner and walked along Manila Bay. You told me that you liked me for a while now. You watched me from afar ever since we were both young. At that time, you finally had the courage to ask, and you were still a little hesitant because of our age gap. I still said yes, and you smiled ear to ear. You said, yes, finally, I can call you my girl. So we're seeing a different love story from Ioni, one where she was younger and someone older confessed to her. There's something very endearing about Ioni's entry this week. It's such a change of pace from her last story, and there's something so sweet about someone who has loved you for a long time but could not find the courage to confess. I asked her what happened to this person, and she said that it didn't work out because uh, they got busy with flying lessons. Thank you, Ioni, for sending in this sweet entry. The years may have passed, and you may have lost touch with this person, but it's nice to look back at these love stories every now and then. Our next storyteller is Mokibo, who we last heard in 15B. Let's listen to her love confession. 
So the one love confession that resonated with me was when I confessed to my first love. <laughs> I was in fourth year high school, and like most people, I was very dramatic, and I really liked um, writing short stories. So I wrote a short story about him, and it was pretty obvious that it was about him. And I even like conducted a poll with my friends who knew that I liked him, asking if they think I should tell him and they were very supportive so on our fourth year retreat in Batangas he and I took a walk and I handed him the story and um, it caught him completely off guard because he you know read it and realized it was about him and he was very guilty because um, and kind of distraught because he did not feel the same way and I realized that and I ended up crying and he didn't know what to do because he, he was a nice guy, but he just didn't like me that way. And so next thing we knew, our teachers were calling us and they were saying, hey, it's time to, you know, go to bed, lights out. Um, and then he wasn't so nice. He kind of took advantage of the fact that I liked him. But I let him because, you know, I had feelings for him. And now I just cringe at the thought of this guy because he's okay, decent, he seems happy, but he just looks way less attractive than he did in high school. So I choose to believe that I got the longer end of the stick, so to speak. <laughs> Yay me! <laughs> wow, that was a trip. So uh, Mokibo met her first love in school, and it's always interesting to see how artists love. And in this example we see her writing a short story about him. Wow. I'm partial to prose myself, and so the idea of offering your heart out like that is both scary and exhilarating. Unfortunately, he did not feel the same way, and I laughed out loud when she said that he looks worse now that they're older. I don't know about you, but I enjoy looking at my former crush's Facebook profiles uh, just to see how they look now. Some have changed for the better, and others, well, let's just echo Mokibo when she said she got the longer end of the stick. So thank you, Mokibo, for taking us with you on your stroll down memory lane. I hope you kept a copy of that story. It's always a trip to revisit what you wrote when you're much older, which is pretty much what this podcast is for me. Our next story comes from someone who wanted to remain anonymous, and it's another text entry which I'll read for you. This is Jazz's first entry to the show. Hello, this is Jazz, not my real name. I don't want to use my real name and my voice because my friends and I enjoy listening to your podcast. Here's a love confession that I cannot, until now, forget. It was the extension of our last day as seniors in high school, our grad ball. Everyone was asking each other for a dance to finally thank one another for the amazing six years we had growing up and learning beside each other. Then, there was an announcement that made my already sweaty hands sweatier, if that's even possible. It was announced that the next song will be the last slow dance for the night. Hearing this made me shake in my heels. With every courage I had in my body, I asked my crush for a dance. It was awkward. We were silent. I couldn't remember the song that was playing, but a waltz of four left feet played inside my head. The lines, Hindi ko yata tanggap ang buhay, 
kung saan di ko mahahawakan ang iyong kamay. Give me that one last push to actually say the words. And there I said it. With all the courage I can muster, I finally said it. And then there was a pause. I couldn't look at him. He called my name and asked if I was alright. I didn't know what to answer. What's that supposed to mean? I think there was a long pause and then he said, Let's go back to our tables. I didn't know what happened. All my friends asked what happened and I couldn't answer them. Not when my heart is in my throat and there was nothing much to say, literally. Later that night, we stayed in a condo owned by one of our classmates with most of our senior class in it. There were drinks, a lot of it, and I wasn't planning to go, I didn't prepare anything. But my classmates then insisted, because this may be the last night that we'll see each other. And that night, through a stupid game of truth or dare, I finally got the answer I was hoping I heard while on the dance floor. He said he likes me too. This is so cute. Young love at its finest. Uh, Jazz made a reference to a Shirebound and Busking song, one I wasn't very familiar with, so I looked it up and I was not disappointed. It's about a guy who can't bring himself to confess his feelings. And he's so obviously in love, and yet he tells himself that he's content with just watching her from afar. I'm glad Jazz did not take that route. Instead, she told her crush how she felt. There was a bit of suspense, almost like this love was going to be unreciprocated, and yet in the end, we see that he finally tells her that he likes her too. So thank you, Jazz, for reminding us what it's like to be young and in love. It's been a while since I graduated from high school, and yet your story took me right back. Our next entry is from Fonzie, who I met on Twitter when I posted a call for storytellers. This is his first entry to the show, so let's listen to Fonzie's love confession. So this is about a confession that I made to someone that I loved in high school. Ito yung first love ko na lower batch. Um... I was serious about her and, you know, I was friend-zoned for the longest time and I was holding on to something na parang intangible kasi uh, nagka-boyfriend siya habang gusto ko siya and we were talking and we were best friends and there was this time na we were also talking like every day and she just treated me as a friend and my special someone daw siya. So, You know, the typical martyr na best friend. But, I don't know, maybe she just doesn't want me. Um, I've tried a couple of times. Kasi ano rin ako eh, may anxiety. Mahirap ako na parang gawin yung mga ganyan. Kasi naiyako. So, nung yun nga, after all the heartbreaks, I think sila pa din nung, nung kaklase ko eh nung nag-graduate na, nag-graduate na ako. So, there was this time na parang last day na sa school. And then, um, uwi na lahat. And hindi ko alam kung paano ko nasabi sa kanya with all the courage na parang sabi ko sa kanya, siya yung best high school memory ko. Nung sinabi ko yun, so parang sabi niya, okay, thank you. And then, alam mo yun, 
up to this day, I still remember it. Kasi that was 2011. And then I think I moved on for at least six years. Si mga 2017 na ako naka-get over talaga. So yun nga, um, I told her that back 2011. And then I think we met mga 2014, 15, mga ganun. And then we went out. Tapos, for a night, for the whole day pala, we were together. And then, you know, after she left, that night, parang I was still contemplating about, syempre parang may impact talaga siya sa akin eh. She was my true love. So, her impact was that big. Iniisip ko pa din, hanggang parang, na-recall ko na lang din sa memory ko na after some days na parang feeling ko kahit nag-meet kami, hindi ko na kayang i-pursue pa ulit. And feeling ko hindi mag-work kasi magkaiba talaga kami. And wala na, hindi ko na binalikan. And na-realize ko na nga lang din na siya rin talaga yung best high school memory. Kasi hanggang ngayon, 10 years na. Hindi ko alam magiging reaction ko pag nakita kami. This is something big to a person with anxiety. So, parang, I won't forget that. I won't forget her. No, I hope, we're not in speaking terms, pero I hope everything's well with her. And I hope she's happy. So this is very bittersweet. It... Starts off fairly innocently. They they meet in high school. He liked her, but she was in a relationship. So he settled for the next best thing, the best friend role. Fonzie admits he suffers from anxiety, and so it's hard for him to confess his feelings. But he mustered up all his courage to finally tell her that she was his best high school memory. What's interesting about this story is we often forget all about our first love. They call it puppy love supposedly because it's cute and not very deep. And yet here we have Fonzie, who has been able to move on for six whole years. He gets a second chance with her, but by the time they met, too much had happened. She was no longer the same river, and he was no longer the same man. The most he can do now is wish her well. And you know that love is real when all you want is for the other person to be happy. So thank you, Fonzie, for sharing your story with us. I could hear in your voice that you have so much love to give. I hope the years have been kind to you too, and that you find the person to make new best memories with. Our final entry comes from Isla of the Kimbop Show, who we last heard in 18B. This is an excerpt from a conversation we had after she listened to the last episode, and with her permission, I'm sharing it with you. We met in January of 2020. He had just ended a nine-year relationship, and I had just been ghosted. So I was like, whatever, I'll just date people and see what's out there for me. I wasn't afraid. On Valentine's Day, we had a conversation about it. He said he wasn't ready to fall in love, and I was okay with it because I was also figuring out my own emotions. We had time. On February 21, he casually blurted out, I love you. I was like, did I hear that right? I didn't bring it up, assuming I just misheard him. But a few minutes later, 
he told me he might have said something he was not ready for. I was like, oh, okay. I assumed I misheard, but it's okay. You don't have to commit to anything you're not ready for. As the days went by, I could feel myself falling more and more in love with him. We met up a week later, and he was talking to me about some random stuff, and he asked me what I was thinking. I don't know what came over me. I just blurted it out. I think I'm falling in love with you. I wasn't trying to pressure him or anything. I guess I just wanted him to know I was falling in love with him. He kissed me and said, We might not be on the same page, but we are definitely reading the same book. Two weeks later, he told me he loved me again. This time, he was ready. This is one of my favorite entries because it's straight out of a rom-com. When Isla listened to the episode, she said that she cried, and she even sent me a picture as proof. She shared this story with me, and I told her first I was so jealous of how zen she was. When he blurted out, I love you, before he was ready, I feel like anyone in her shoes would have reacted in a major way. And yet, there she was, taking her time, and she knew that she was willing to wait for him to unfold on his own. There's something to be said about relationships where both partners take their time. It really is a decision we shouldn't rush into. You may end up spending the best years of your life with this person, and so you really need to take your time. It seems like Isla and her lover waited till they were both ready, and now they're reaping the rewards of a relationship grounded in maturity. Thank you, Isla, for showing us that love is patient and kind. I can't wait to hear more of your love story as it unfolds. So, some final words on this episode. We heard half a dozen love confessions today, some brief and fleeting, others long and drawn out with the type of patience that only true love can bring. There's a song that I used in the previous episode, and you hear it during the confession on a bench. It's called Taking Chances. It's one of my favorite songs. You may be familiar with the Celine Dion version, or the one that they used in Glee. The version that I like is from Platinum Weird, and there's a whole history to this band, so if you have a few minutes to kill, I suggest you look them up. But anyway, what I'm trying to point out here is love is always a chance that we take. Sometimes we win, and like our storytellers share, it'll make you feel like you're on top of the world. Sometimes it doesn't work out. But then again, isn't that the nature of anything you take a chance on? You'll notice that a lot of the stories shared in this episode took place when people were younger. There seems to be a brand of bravery that only young people have. Maybe we shed it when we get hurt or rejected too many times. Looking at my own story, even I was brave at one point. Perhaps my takeaway from all of this is when you're young, it's so easy to fall in love. But that doesn't mean you can't love that way anymore. I hope that if you're in a relationship now, you hold on to your person the same way you did when you loved for the first time. Love like a young person. If you're not in a relationship, I hope that when you realize you like someone, you go after them with the eagerness of youth. Take that chance because you'll never know. As Aaron Hansen once said, there's a freedom waiting for you on the breezes of the sky. And you ask, what if I fall? Oh, 
But my darling, what if you fly? So grab that helicopter eraser and take a chance on love. You'll never know if you don't try. You may end up happily ever after, or you may fall flat on your face. Either way, it makes for an interesting story to tell. That bell tells us that that's all the unpacking we have for this episode. Thank you so much to our storytellers for sharing your recordings. It's been an honor to share the stories you wish were heard. If you'd like to weigh in on this week's episode, you can share your stories with me on Twitter or Instagram by tagging me at CityBoy or on Facebook at facebook.com slash the stories I wish you heard. If you'd like to be our next storyteller, please stay tuned after the A episode to hear the question for the week. Record your answer and send it to me to be featured in the B episode. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Come back next week when we feature another story on The Stories I Wish You Heard. Mm-hmm.